welcome to the Help Club for Moms devotional podcast. We're so glad you're here, and we're praying for you to encounter the wide and long and high and deep love of Jesus Christ every time you listen. It's going to be a great day. Hi there, mamas. Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. My name is Kelsey Stewart. And today I will be reading Opening Blind Eyes, written by Ray Ellen Sanders. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you would send your Holy Spirit to be with my friend and I as we go through this study together. Lord, I am so thankful that we can share in your word and that we have the ability to pray and to receive your Holy Spirit in our lives. Father, we thank you for your Son, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. How then were your eyes opened? they asked. He replied, The man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Salome and wash. So I went and washed, and then I could see. That is from John chapter 9, verses 10 and 11. And here is a quote by Charles Spurgeon. It reads, Oh, without prayer, what are the church's agencies but the stretching out of a dead man's arm or the lifting up of the lid of a blind man's eye? Only when the Holy Spirit comes is there any life and force and power. Opening Blind Eyes In John chapter 9, we read about the blind man whom Jesus healed by making a concoction of mud and saliva and placing it on his eyes. Jesus then instructed him to wash. The man's obedience resulted in his sight. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. That's from John chapter 9 verse 7. This miracle is still being performed today in the lives of every believer. Before we were saved by God's grace, we all had blind eyes. When we were lost to sin, or rather living in our former life, we could not fathom God's great love for us or understand His words to us in Scripture. A spiritual phenomenon had to happen. We first had to surrender to the need for a Savior, seek forgiveness of our sins, and ask to be made clean. It is at conversion that we encounter the living Christ, inviting Him into our lives and receiving His Spirit. This Holy Spirit, the third member of the triune God, is sent to live inside us and seals us as being born again into God's family. Before this transformation, we aren't able to comprehend the mysteries of God. It is the same Jesus from John 9 who opens up our blind eyes to see Him and to see what He is doing. God's word says when we seek him, we will find him. That's from Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 13. As we actively grow as Christ followers and feed on scripture, our eyes are open to perceive the deep things of God. Like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. Now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. That's from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2. And here is another scripture from Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. It says, But solid food is for the mature, those whose senses are trained by practice to distinguish between what is morally good and what is evil. 
We must exercise our spiritual sight by walking in faith, studying the Bible, attending worship services, and committing to a body of believers. These disciplines develop in us the ability to see God at work, to recognize His voice, and ultimately mature in our Christian walk. Let's look at Acts 9 to learn about the life-changing conversion of the Apostle Paul. He was a committed persecutor of the first Christians. He was on a journey to Damascus to threaten, kill, and imprison followers of the way. Here is from Acts chapter 9, verses 1-9 through and 17-18. through As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it. Placing his hands on Saul, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he could see again. He got up and was baptized. Jesus has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light and wants to give us eyes to see him. Like Paul, listen to his voice and be transformed. Blessings and love, Ray Ellen. Here are some questions to ponder. What consumes your daily vision? What we look at and spend our time on becomes our reality. The enemy wants us to be distracted by the things of this world. Take a minute to do an inventory. If you are convicted about not putting God first, commit to daily Bible reading, prayer, and meditation, singing hymns and praise songs, and choosing Christian reading material for yourself and your children. We can ask the Lord to heal our nearsightedness. If you know the Lord as your Savior, but want to have the scales fall from your eyes, draw near to God, and He will draw near to you. And here is a faith-filled idea. Don't lose sight of Jesus as you navigate this fallen world. Scripture reminds us that we are set apart, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. That's from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. It should be our joy to share Jesus with others and to tell them about what we see with our new eyes. This one says, Pray for others to have a true glimpse of Jesus in you. Pray for your family members, friends, neighbors, and co-workers that every blind eye will be opened and every hard heart softened. And you know, as I'm sitting here thinking about this whole devotional from Ray Ellen, you know, it is so easy to go about life and to wonder why 
people don't necessarily think and view things the same way that you do. And I think that last faith-filled idea is a great thing to do and pray. Um, I have a list of family members that I have been praying over that their hearts would be softened. There is scripture talking about the softening of hearts And so I have been praying that over specific family members for a few months now, and I can see changes in a couple of them already. And it's so amazing what God will do in their lives. As we go about this week, I just want you to know that you are doing such a wonderful job. I have three children of my own ages, nine, seven, and six, and it's fun in my house to say the least, but I do know what it's like to wake up every morning to something new, um, something exciting, sometimes not so exciting. So I just want to encourage you today and tell you that the Lord loves you so much and that even when we think that we are falling short, He is still guiding us and calling us to be mothers. It doesn't matter where you came from, um, where you live, what you do for a living, whether you're in the home full time or whether you are working and parenting and doing all these things. It, it really doesn't matter. What matters is what we are called to do in our lives if we are doing it with the love that Jesus is calling us to. So as we go about parenting in the way that our family dynamics require us to parent, God has a plan. And when we truly draw near to him and we ask him to come into our parenting, to come into our jobs, to come into our work, um, the mundane things that we do every day, loading the dishwasher, simple little things, um, laundry, that's a huge one for me. Um, we can pray and we can invite him into that space with us. And it's so important that we do. You know, Paul tells us a couple times <laughs> in scripture, which tells me that it's important when he has to say it more than once, right? Um, he tells us to constantly be in prayer. And when we bring God into each and every moment of our lives, we become transformed. And I can attest to this. This is my daily testimony that I try to tell others about always that when we start bringing him into those little moments, we will see changes in ourselves and in our lives that we never would have even dreamed were possible. So as you go about this week, remember through all the hard times, the mundane, the upsetting things, everything that you do, God loves the details. He wants to be in it. So bring him in and pray over every situation that you can. And sometimes you might have to write yourself notes. I was writing post-it notes for myself and putting them on mirrors on my counter um, that just said pray. And it would remind me to invite him into those smaller spaces. So just wanted to share that tip as we go about this week. And I would love to pray for you right now. And um, so let's open up our hearts and invite the Holy Spirit in. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this time that I get to spend 
um, meditating on your word that I get to spend this little snippet of time with you. Father, sometimes as a mom, we can't seem to find the time to truly, truly meditate on your word. And I know throughout my own journey that you have comforted me when I get these feelings like I'm not doing enough as a mom. And Father, I ask that you would comfort my friend who is listening today and let her know that she is exactly who you created her to be, that you would give her and fill her up with all the wisdom, knowledge, and compassion that she needs to parent her children and to love her husband and to be an upstanding member of her church community, that she would be revered by those around her as a dedicated prayerful Christian woman and that she would delight in this work, that she would delight in the mundane of her week, that she could go about and be lighthearted in knowing that the little tiny things that she does on a day-to-day basis that no one seems to notice, that you notice them. Show her that you love her, Lord. Show her that she is becoming the woman that you need her to be, Lord. Fill her up each and every single day so that she can be mentally stable to handle the chaos of her children, that she can know and rest in your presence and your love and know that you are going to take care of her and her family, Lord. Send your angels before her and her family to protect them and to help them throughout their day from things that we can't see that are working against us, Lord. We thank you so much for your amazing, amazing gifts that you give us, your blessings, the little things that sometimes we don't see or we don't notice, Lord. We ask that you take the scales off of our eyes, open our eyes to you, that we can know and see exactly what is coming from you, all of your wonderful, wonderful works. Father, we love you. Bless every single mother who is listening to this podcast and allow them to delight in you this week. In Jesus' name, I ask all these things with his power and authority. Amen. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. Bye-bye.